0: Welcome to Focus on 2025. I'm Micah Moore in Singapore, and with me are my two partners, Chris Beaumont in Japan and Chris Riley in the United States. Focus on 2025's expertise is in the strategic development of leadership narratives so as to help business prepare for the opportunities that will emerge by 2025. Ethics, culture, and the power of transformation will be at the heart of the changes which are coming. For all businesses. Now, we spoke in the last podcast about life satisfaction and how people are now reevaluating their life priorities and lifestyle after the great reset of COVID-19, and that a true sign of societal improvement and progress may come from improved life satisfaction and happiness. So, instead of a focus on GDP or gross domestic product, more of a focus on GDW or a Gross Domestic Wellbeing Index. So, Chris Riley, does all of this make sense?
1: I think it makes perfect sense because it aligns society and politics with business needs and people's needs and so forth. It's a complete alignment. Uh, Last time we talked about the value of considering well-being as well as economics uh, in the role of business. And, And here what we're talking about, is aligning that to social planning and the way we measure society. It obviously reminds me of one of my heroes, Robert Kennedy, but I think it's uh, bigger than that. Um, If we can have a society that is both healthy as a society, and uh, there could be a lot of debate about that, and if we have people who work, um, who are satisfied with their work and increasingly in in an economy driven by um, intellectual property, not just making things, Uh, then we've kind of got this perfect alignment between society and business. And within business, it gives business a a kind of ground at which they can compete uh, really effectively. Uh, We're seeing this beginning to be adopted in quite a few countries. um, And it seems to be a very successful way of looking at this new era that we're going into after 2025 and seeing what we actually do care about and what actually does make good business and how do we actually compete effectively.
0: These are uh, very compelling arguments as we move forward from the pandemic. So, Chris Beaubon, how, from a practical point of view, do you see such a transformational policy being implemented?
2: Well, first of all, I think it's got to be evidence-based. And the good news is that there is a lot of empirical evidence already available. I would note the origin of happiness and the science of well-being Um, that was led by um, Lord Layard in the UK. And he's shown how it's possible over the life course. Um, You've also got, as part of the Sustainable Development Solutions Network, the World Happiness Report, which is a global survey, a consistent global survey of, I think, about 150 countries that is um, executed by Gallup. Um, The last report of 2020 said there are bright lights in dark times. Because during the pandemic, there was an increase, as we've talked before about, of social support. Um, but I think the focus to get stuff done has to be um, the focus of effort and the policy demands on evidence. So which, ma- which aspects of life satisfaction um, vary and can be affected by policy implications? And that's where policy can be developed. And then you look and experiment and see how policy changes actually materially improve life satisfaction or happiness. And that just requires experimentation. And you can do your cost benefit and all of these things. And as Chris has just said, it's not just society, it's also business. You know, we've worked in businesses where we've often said people are the most important assets. Well, actually, happy people are more productive people And your companies are more profitable. And the causation is from the happiness. It's not from the profit. Um, And that's from a big study. I can't remember what it was. Um, But I think as we've also in the past talked about that traditional life journeys are going to change, then we've got to assess this personal happiness, the, the physical, the mental, and the societal well-being, because that's how people actually connect. And sources of happiness are, in a sense, quite intrinsic. Um, And that intrinsic satisfaction means we've got meaningful relationships, we've got purpose, we've enjoyed going somewhere. So it's multidimensional, but it means that we as people, as a whole, individually and society, are better, which isn't a bad thing.
0: So what's clear in all of this is that a focus on well-being and happiness makes for one of the most compelling strategic leadership narratives, which leaders and policymakers need to consider now Uh, very critical as we head towards uh, 2025 and something we will continue to focus on 2025.